0: Tonight is a special night, um, because we're going to hear some from our Haiti team, but listen, we're not going to hear about what they did. Some of you already know that. I've just explained some of that. What we're going to hear tonight is about their heart for Haiti. Why do they keep going back year after year, and why would you go in the first place? Because it's stinking hot there in the summertime, ain't it? And Larry... How's the food there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's Larry. Larry is not real thrilled with the food, and so why do they keep going back? I want you to hear their heart tonight. I'm, I'm going to pray, and as I pray, if the rest of the team wants to come and join us up here, um, those that will be sharing, then, uh, then we'll get started. God, I thank you for the men and women of this church who see uh, who have responded to the calling to take the gospel of Jesus beyond the walls of this church and beyond the limits of this city. I pray we will always be ascending church. And that, Lord, the day we decide not to be ascending church is a day that you will shut the doors of this church and no longer let it, let it be here. Because you have called us to send. You have called us to go. And I pray that, Lord, when Baptist Church will be the church that others look to. When nobody else will go, they'll say, "Win Baptist Church will do it. They'll go. They'll take the gospel. They'll go minister. They'll get on a bus. They'll get on a plane. They'll get in a car and drive 17 hours. They'll, they'll do it. Because not only do they love God, but they love others. Tonight, as this team shares, Lord, may you speak into them and through them, into our own lives, into our own situations. And Lord, I pray that, that there are some out here that tonight will answer the call to missions because you have used this group and their passion and heart for hating to speak to them. Father, we thank you for meeting with us here tonight. And so, Lord, we lift this time up to you that you would be glorified. In the name of Jesus, we pray this. Amen. Alright, here's what I'm going to ask you guys to do. Some may know you, some may not. Um, I want you just to kind of go through and just introduce yourselves. Because not everybody may know everybody up here. Some of y'all know some of them. Some of you may not know others. So, Larry, why don't you start us off and uh, kind of just... Uh, hey, here's what i do. Y'all know Larry the mailman, right? That's what he does. That's right. So, it, introduce, and then tell me kind of what you do kind of the rest of the year other than that one week in Haiti.
1: All right, my name is Larry the Cope. Larry Larry the Cope. Larry the Cope. Larry the Cope, and I'm the mailman. I am a mailman. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. I messed you up. I'm sorry. Um, You know, the rest of the year, um, we spend a lot of time here at church teaching the youth. Mm -hmm. Um, Our trip begins planning, um, like, in January, and so a lot of time we are fundraising for the trip. Mm -hmm. We are um, having meetings at our house every other week. We go through a a Bible study or a devotional with everyone on the team, um, planning, and just uh, getting everyone fired up for the trip.
0: Good deal.
2: I'm Kara K. Copes, um, what he said. Mrs. Mrs. Mailman. Mailman. Um, We do. We spend a lot of time through the year planning for the trip and um, just being in contact with our missionaries there. But that's not
0: what all that you do. I mean, that's what you do for Haiti. But what do you do... On a day-to-day basis, on a day-to-day basis. Okay. that's I awesome.
2: work with my dad and my brother, and I keep,
0: oh, praise uh, praise you! You're so blessed.
2: I keep our farm books, and are um, they here? Is your dad here? They're out there somewhere. Oh, good. And um, usually pretty busy with family stuff, and my all three of my kids are in Jonesboro, so I keep the road hot going back and forth <laughs> to Jonesboro, and we teach youth, and that's right. we're up here, yeah. We're up here, you know, Wednesday nights. <laughs> Friday night, so I'm fifth quarter, and so yep. we're just, uh, we're here a lot.
0: That's right. Oh, she has one. Oh, one. Yeah. one. <laughs> of <laughs> <laughs> uh, My name is Terry
3: Moody.
0: It's, it's on, on there. there.
3: Okay, thank yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> uh, My name is Terry Moody. Um, I actually stay in church in Fort in City. I do live here in Wynn, and I know a lot of people here. Um, my kids went to a one is here forever and so that's how i kind of got well that's not exactly how i got with the group but that's how i got with the group So, um when i'm not there or when i wasn't there i work um as most people do for arkansas state university um go red wolves and um <laughs> then i do what most people parents do i chase children i have my <laughs> daughter who's up her singing she's 15 and then i have two sons that are in college and, So, I do the family thing. Amen. Hi,
4: I'm Emily Williams. I'm in the youth, and I'm about to attend UCA. Go Bears.
1: Good
0: deal. And we're going to start a riot in here. We're going to have a suey pig, some wolves. We're going to have some bears. Man, we're just going to have a farm up here, the zoo. That's what we call Wind Baptist Church. That's the zoo. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Debbie. You go right ahead. I'm Debbie
5: Weaver. I'm a teacher for the Wynn Public Schools. Go Jackets. (laughs) Um, Again, um, a bee, a wasp. And I'm active in the music ministry here at Wynn Baptist.
0: Good. Debbie, how did you... Here's what I want to ask you to answer this question. Think about how you do it. How did you get connected to Haiti? And tell us, what keeps you going back?
5: Well, the first time I went to Haiti was in uh, 2014, Mm -hmm. and... I won't go through the whole story, but I will say that um, God used circumstances, people, Mm -hmm. scripture, and music to tell me that I needed to go to Haiti. And just another little side note, um, a few years before then, um, just after the tsunami of 2010, Katie, my daughter, who was in fifth grade at the time, she and a classmate, wanted to do something to help Haiti and so they did a um, they collected uh, cans aluminum cans at the intermediate school to raise money for Haiti and so I just thought that was a real neat connection that now we she and I together had an opportunity to go Um, what keeps me going back God continues I've now been three times and he has continued to speak to me through those avenues that I mentioned Um, I would also say that You know, Larry mentioned something about um, the things that we do leading up to the trip, including meetings and um, Bible studies and uh, reading books and devotionals and so forth. And the tight-knit group that we form, Mm -hmm. the family that we form as a team, is really, really special. Good. And the people there are just really loving and accepting and... So thankful for anything that we do. So just want to keep going back.
0: Good, Emily.
4: Um. Okay. So the first year that I went was actually the first year that Miss Debbie went. And um, to be honest, my parents were just like, "Oh, hey, we're going on a mission trip to Haiti," and I was <laughs> like, "Okay, cool." We're all in. Yeah. Yeah. Never been in an airplane before, so that was kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a. It was a new experience for yeah. everyone. And um, when I got there, I really didn't know what to expect. I mean, they were like, oh, it's hot. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's hot here, but. And so, <laughs> but like, it like you feel so welcome there.
5: Like,
1: yeah.
4: the children, they run up to you and just grabs onto you. And, you, and it seems like they've known you for years and years. Wow. And you've only met them for like a second. And so, I'd have to say the one thing that keeps me, like, coming back to Haiti is just my love for the children. Yeah. They're like so sweet and they're so precious. And.
0: Good. So great. Good. Now, Terry, this is your first trip, so you haven't kept going back yet. But tell us what may keep you going back, okay, if um, you if you decide that's where the Lord. But how did you get connected <laughs> to this trip? Yeah, yeah, that's a strange story. Okay. <laughs> that's a strange story. Hey, listen, we like strange.
3: Um. So one of my fellow friends clicked um, on Facebook that about the trip and I think she myself was at the Women's Ministry Mm. and I just inboxed her and I said, this sounds interesting. I I would, I wouldn't mind, um, trying or attempting to go there at that time. I really wasn't committed to it at that time. At that time, I was just thinking about it and then Karen Kay Kay and I were like text messaging. And so I was sold on it. Um, and so, She was interested in going, and I was going as her co partner, I suppose. That's how you say, you know, we were going together. Ironically, she didn't go. (laughs) So (laughs) it wasn't a trick. So I just thought it was this, it just must have been meant for me to be here. And hopefully, she'll uh, attempt to come to go again. Um, The second question am I going um, again? Yes, I I, I hope they allow. I was told you're going
0: and you already signed up, so I I don't know. I mean, maybe they know something you don't. Um,
3: I think, like was said, we really formed a family. I don't know if they really think that I'm their family, but I might be that family. I'm just that family member that just keeps popping up. Yeah, there you (laughs) go. But I just really, there and with the team. You just feel, we just felt like it was a family. I'm not for sure if that's how it is on all mission trips. I yeah. hope that it is. Um, but we just kind of felt, I mean, I think it was a bond. And I just think that the, it was meant somehow the Lord, or not somehow, but the Lord put us all together right. at this time. Right. Yeah. For uh, a special reason, because we are a bun. I mean, I miss the guys. I miss the ladies. I'm, and when I came in, I got emotional because I haven't seen everyone uh, <laughs> in, in so long. I, I saw Larry at Hayes, and I almost, I mean, I had to really hold on to my cart because I just wanted to run over and hug him. I was like, well. <laughs> I was like that'll be kind of strange at Hayes, but okay. <laughs> so, um, but yes,
2: I'm going back.
0: Awesome, awesome.
2: Oh, how did I get to Haiti the first time? Um, Brianna, my daughter, she, uh, her first year of college was going to church at Central, Uh and Central was planning a um, trip to Haiti. And she called me and she said, Mom, I'm going to Haiti. And I said, what? And she said, I'm going to Haiti. And I said, no, you're not going to Haiti. And she said, I'm going to Haiti. And I said, when? And she said, the week before Christmas. And I was like, no, you're really not. But she went to Haiti and she came back and she said, "I'm going back for a month this summer." And I said, "No, you're not." <laughs> Long story short, she went back for a month, and um, Blair and I went down while Brianna was there and um, spent a week because you know you can't send your kid off for a month to a foreign country and not go. Um, <laughs> and um, to say we fell in love with Haiti is a just that's yeah. just the tip of it. Right. Um, We'd been on several other trips. Actually, while Blair and I were in Haiti with Brianna, Larry was in Spain and um but I think when you find your place yeah. you know it. Yeah. And um we just really felt so pulled to Haiti. Yeah. Even that first trip.
3: Sure.
2: And um So we went back, and we went back, and we went back. and um, So when I got back the first time, I told Larry, I said, I really want you to go to Haiti with me next summer. And he said, I'm not going to Haiti. And I said, please, I want you to go to Haiti with me next summer. And he said, I'm not going to Haiti. Well, then the next year, we were teaching the college class, and I said, let's let's take a college group and go to Haiti. So I don't know if I convinced him or if God convinced him, but somebody convinced him. And um, so anyway... We've been going back ever since. Awesome. And what awesome. keeps me going is, um, honestly, what, one of the reasons I went back the first time is because anybody that has known me since then has heard the name Jaleka, And um, there's a little girl in an the orphanage there that we just mm-hmm. fell in love with. And we had, for different reasons, we haven't been able to see her the last several times. <laughs> but she's really the reason that, that we all went back. Yeah. And um, But now... I would have to say it's the relationships that we mm-hmm. built. Um, yeah. The pastor at the Hope Rising Church was um, one of our very first translators in 2011. Mm-hmm. And so we've gotten to be really close friends with him. And when you go back, um, the people at Hope Rising Church recognize us from year to year. Right. And uh, we build relationships with the children. And um, I think that's that's what keeps me going back.
1: Good deal. Good deal. Thank you. Well, for me, it was either fear of God or fear of wife. I'm not sure which one it was. She did come home, and I said, no, I'm not going to Haiti. But eventually, um, we did decide to go, and <clears throat> it was everything I expected to be when I got there. When I first arrived, the first four hours, I was just speechless. It was it was just devastating to see the uh, poverty and the uh, just the garbage and, and the, the just— Conditions that were there. It just it struck me as it left me speechless. I couldn't speak for I mean, I was just Yeah, I was just dumbstruck Um, But the reason I keep going back Is because the peace that I find when I'm there Wow Um, When you withdraw to to Haiti or when I withdraw to Haiti and you leave everything That you think is important behind Mm -hmm. your cell phone your internet the television I mean we just don't have that yeah you can you can get a, a message out or something but when you just let all that stuff go you can hear god's voice so clearly wow and it uh he, he just speaks to you while you're there it's and like like harry kate said the relationships the friendships that we've built the yep. children know your name you know yeah. hey larry you're yeah. Jibbles, yeah jibbles jibbles you know they all know who he is
0: <laughs> Yeah, jibbles is popular there yeah. and uh yeah tell me what's your favorite thing about haiti about going to haiti I know for you it's the food, so let's well, just go. Or the heat, either one.
1: It's, it, you know, I'm used to the heat, although, you know, it's hot here, but it's not like it is hot there. It, it's the, like here's the angle earth, of the sun there here's, is so,
0: Here's wind, here's hell, here's it, Haiti, it, here's the sun, it's, right? It's, yeah, it's kind of like that order, isn't it? It's hot. It's hot. And it's yeah. humid. Yeah, I um, hear you. And it's humid, that's right.
1: My favorite part is, is it's got to be seeing my friends that are down yeah. there. Awesome. So many friends. It's not the tarantulas, Russell. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Russell, that's your favorite part, the tarantulas. It's it's certainly not the traffic. It's certainly not <laughs> yeah
0: the, all the traffic, yeah. Because they um, they observe all the rules well, of the road there, don't they? It's
1: crazy. Honk your horn and go. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely <laughs> just my friends that are
2: there. Yeah. In, in the relationship. good.
0: Yeah. What's your favorite thing about? I Haiti? don't
2: really even know what my every. It's all my favorite. Um, but the relationships and you know okay. we do have a lot of good friends yeah. there. And but the girls and I love the Haitian food, honestly. We say you know you're a foodie when you go to a third world country and gain weight. <laughs> um, we love the Haitian food. Now, that's not what keeps me going back, but that is one of my favorite things. Well, so. no,
0: I, it didn't have to be what you, what, you know, it keeps you going back, but you definitely look forward to it, don't you? We do. Terry, what was your favorite thing this year about Haiti?
3: Um, I tried to, I don't know, put it in order, yeah. to see what comes up on top, and I still, to this day, cannot say what was my favorite thing about Haiti. I think that, kind of what Larry said is, it has to be the peace. Um, Mm -hmm. I told someone that I really didn't realize how I probably could put myself in that workaholic part a little bit. Everyone, I'm always there. If you call me, I'm there. If you text Mm -hmm. me, I'm there. If you email me, I'm there. I'm there. (laughs) If you need me, I'm there. You can always get in touch with me and on Sunday or on Saturday, when we landed and everything went away,
0: oh, wow. I was
3: like, well, "What do I do?" And I, in my mind, I start thinking of all these people who had to contact me. And then God just gave me some type of peace and said, "You know, they're okay when you can't, when they can't contact you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I don't know midnight or something like that, but they're okay." And and so it's just like I just really decided to just let go.
5: Yeah,
3: and. I think it was that peace because I asked myself, how can all this time have I really been in contact with God when 24-7 I'm on? Yeah. And yeah. so how have I been in contact with him all this time when 24-7 I'm on? I am. I'm constantly on. And so I think that's what the best thing that I got from it was that, you know, I think we went to help them, but I probably was the one that was help i probably got help more than i helped any yeah. any of them but yeah. i can honestly say i think that i was the one yeah. that got the help because yeah it was the piece it had to have been the piece.
0: absolutely i understand that favorite thing emily okay. uh, hold your mic up there yeah. you go
4: <laughs> my favorite thing so i have to say that one of the things is being able to just just leave everything behind yeah. and not be distracted because that's it's a really big deal because i mean i'm a teenager i love my phone love snapchat i love instagram i love all of it and when you're in haiti i mean you don't have that yeah. and um so the first like couple of days carol was like you're not you like we're not gonna have wi-fi and we were like oh my goodness <laughs> no wi and we're like okay you know we can handle it so um, we actually learned this card game it's a really good card game and like so like the, like every time we had free time or something you would always find us teenagers just sitting at a table talking and playing this card game Wow! and like we, we always communicated and everything well we weren't talking but that's not the point
0: so y'all were actually face to face talking not it, this way talking yes communication holy moly yeah. it worked <laughs>
4: Um, then you know, like one day we got Wi Fi and it was like, well, there with the card game, <laughs> like the card game just vanished for a day, and we were like, oh, okay, we didn't quit that. Yeah. Um, so I just like how, just like every, like, there's no distractions. I also yeah. like, um, like they said, like the community that we make with our team, yeah. And I remember, yeah. um, sitting in the girls' room, it was me, Shower, and Katie. And we were just sitting there, and we were talking. And I was like, the one thing I love about mission trips is that you go on mission trips with people that you don't even talk to, and you leave mission, you leave mission trips being their best friend. Yeah, oh, And good. I And I was like, I that's mean, uh, yeah, I saw Shira just, like, walking to chemistry every day. But, I mean, I didn't talk to her or anything. <laughs> and I was like, okay. It, so and then we get on this mission trip, and it's like, oh, Shira, hey, girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you
1: want me to Okay.
4: So I really like the um, – Like the community that we get when we're over there.
0: Very good, very good. (laughs) Debbie, favorite
2: thing?
5: Uh, You really can't, I really can't put my finger on any one thing. Um, The children and um, being able to meet simple needs. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably also, you know, the 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 no distraction thing um, and just being able to for God to allow God to grow you spiritually, yeah, and you just see how dependent people in that third world country are on God for everything, and you realize how much we have as Americans, yeah. and you almost feel guilty about it, but mm. just uh, the spiritual growth for the person that goes
0: yeah, very good. Carrie tell us some of the things that the team has been involved in over the years, that some of the things that you've done, I know some construction, and I know this year y'all did a D-NOW. Tell us some of the other things that you guys have done over the years, just to get an idea of the, the variety of things that, that you guys have been involved in.
2: Um, <clears throat> there's almost always the opportunity for construction yeah. um, and painting and anything like that. Um, one of our Well, our first trip, we were involved in planting a church in a community that was very very steeped in voodoo and um, we did a lot of um door-to-door evangelism we um actually spoke to voodoo priests and um that was the year we took the college kids and honestly i guess we just none of us had any sense to know better because <laughs> we just did toe-to-toe with these voodoo people yeah. and just went you know to the bible and um that was a really amazing year um one year we collected um some of y'all probably helped us do this things for hygiene kits and we were actually able to go into the schools and do a gospel presentation using the hygiene kits and um we have oh gosh you
0: did a diabetes thing last year Yes, we last year
2: and this year we've done a diabetes clinic um type 2 diabetes is very prevalent in haiti Um, Unfortunately, they can't go to the grocery store and look and see how many carbs something has or um, get a lot of fresh foods and you know things like that. They, they might just get one meal a day, and it's usually rice and beans. Mm-hmm. Well, anybody that knows anything about diabetes knows that that is not good for a diabetic. So um, last year Jennifer was with us, and mm-hmm. this year we had our own special <laughs> nurse practitioner, and um, we um, spent a whole day teaching people how to manage their diabetes, and we also work gospel presentations yeah. into that. Carolyn did a presentation about taking care of your body, and she used you know the story of Daniel. And um, so we, um, we've done that the last two years. Um, what else? Yeah, well, we work with, with the year. children. Yeah. Before we started working with the Smithsons, we worked with uh, a man named Rudy Joseph, and his father's church has lots of kids' clubs, and so we would go around to kids, different kids' mm-hmm. clubs and do things with them, and um, it's just never the same two years in a row.
0: So if somebody wanted to go with this, there's almost a place for anybody yes. to get, I know some of the students counted pills when they at the clinic. and Yes, we worked and, at uh, Haiti so, Health Ministries, and, so the, and the girls love uh, to go count pills. And, yeah. um, Did anybody have to take off their shoes?
2: No. Good. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Terry worked two days at <laughs> Haiti Health Ministries, and uh, Jennifer worked a day last year, and um, Debbie, for those who don't know, is ESL certified, and yeah. Hope Rising has a school on property, and um, they are being taught English. Mm-hmm. And so Debbie and most of the girls worked every day in the schools and, um, and helped them learn English.
0: Yeah, good, 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 good. Terry, your first year, what were some of the concerns or maybe expectations you had developed in your own mind before you got there? Maybe fears or anything like that, yeah. any concerns or expectations- did you have any of those Yes, okay <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: um, the heat because I was Larry told me all the time, you know, prepare for the heat, prepare for the heat, go walking at six or seven wherever whenever the heat was, the highest and you know, go walking and prepare for the heat. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't do any of those things, but <laughs> it probably would have been wise. <laughs> but then, because it was getting closer, and I remember telling my husband, I was like, my Larry keeps telling me to walk, and I haven't walked not one time, so now I'm worried that I'm going to pass out in Haiti. <laughs> because uh, that was, I was fear. I had fear because I heard a lot about the spider. So anytime I was at a meeting and they brought, they said anything that might was bad or something that they was not looking forward to. In my mind, it just got escalated. So <laughs> when they would say, you know, about the spiders, then I, in my mind, I was thinking, like, I don't know, a high school camp and spiders just coming from everywhere. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to take all of this. And so, and Larry hated the food. And I was like, okay, so I, I probably packed. I don't know. I had so I could have went probably on a military run. I had so much food. <laughs> <laughs> cause I was like, Larry hates the food, so I'm now I'm not going to be able to eat anything. So it doesn't matter. In my everything that anything that or everything that everyone said that they did yeah. I, like in my mind it just blew up yeah it was like yeah the big, i was like oh my god you know i'm gonna get bit by a spider i'm going <laughs> i'm gonna have a heat exhaustion and then i'm not going to be able to eat so yeah. <laughs> those were the, the, everything that so those were probably um some of my biggest you know uh fears my daughter went with me and Closer to the day my husband started getting nervous, not that I wasn't going to return, then she was not going to return. I was like, Lord, now I'm not going to be able (laughs) to take my daughter back home. I was like, I wish people stopped telling me things because anything that they said that they thought was going to happen in my mind when I went to bed, I was like, oh, my God, all of these things are going to happen because it's me, (laughs) and who else would it have happened to? So those are uh, probably some of my biggest fears. Um, Okay. I didn't have any fear of like the people or anything like that, but those sure. probably were my biggest fears. Yeah.
0: Now, how did those fears compare to your actual experience?
3: Well, we survived. <laughs> so you are here you didn't pass out I or get eaten by out. a spider. And I really did. I'm sorry, Larry. I liked the food. I, every time you liked they, the food. Yeah. Every time they had something, we were really I, I liked the food. I didn't see the one spider that was as big as a cell phone. I did not get to see that that spider. Um, so, everything just I really just believe that um, I know God was in the plan because everything just went went smoothly. You can't describe the heat, but I can say that for some reason I could tolerate the heat because I didn't think that I was tolerating it well until I got back to wind and instantly the very next day I was like it is too hot I'm gonna have to go into the house I can't take it I have to cut the air up higher I could not take the heat and wind <laughs> after I had been in Haiti for a week and it was kind of strange but I, was, I, I don't understand how I'm tolerating the heat in the clinic we ha- we didn't have heat yeah in the schools there was not heat I mean I'm sorry no air in the in the <laughs> clinic there was not air for some reason, we were in a room, and I, I guess because they love you so much that we didn't have that much air, and so everywhere we went, we were seeking air. But it was I could tolerate it, and yeah. so I was happy about that. And I was just like, "Thank you, Lord," because yeah. I realized that the heat is real when I got back yeah. to the states. When I got back to Miami, and or when we got back to Wynn, I was like, "Oh my God, this is it's hot. <laughs> it's hot here." So yeah,
0: yeah. Now it's hot. Yeah, Carrie Kay, tell us about your involvement now in Hope Rising. Matt and Kara Smithson run Hope Rising. They're from Arkansas, actually, and are down there doing this full time. And then we're connected with them, and we've been working with them for a number of years. But what's your involvement now with Hope Rising?
2: Um, I met Matt my first trip down, and um, the church at Lavaca, which is right outside Fort Smith, was very active in an orphanage there. And um, Matt and Kara had felt called to go to Haiti full time. And so we, like I said earlier, we were working with a Haitian pastor and his son. And when we met Matt that first year, I thought, oh, he's a neat guy. You know, he and Larry probably get along great, but never thought I'd see him again, you know. Um, So the next year we went down and he was there and he had purchased property and was renting a house, getting ready for his family to come down and so every year when we would go back he would be there Mm -hmm. and then his family was there and then um when the contract ran out with the pastor and his son we started working with matt and kara at hope rising and so we got to be really close friends when they would be in the states we would go see them and or we would meet them somewhere and they have three kids that are just we love their kids we want to bring them home and let them live with us and um so last year in January, I was asked to be on the board of Hope Rising, and then this past January, the executive director, for different reasons, had to resign, and so I was asked to take over and step in as yeah. executive director. So at this point, I am the interim executive director for Hope Rising.
0: You know they're just going to make you the—you're going to go from interim to full-time, so <laughs> I don't know why you say interim. All right, listen, last question, and uh, we'll let you get back to your seats. Debbie. Debbie. If somebody were to come to you and say, why should I go to Haiti? In one sentence, what would you tell them?
1: It can be a run-on sentence. Go and make
5: disciples.
0: Okay, go and make disciples. Emily, what would you tell them? One (laughs) sentence. One sentence. What? (laughs) What? I can't hear you
4: the question
0: <laughs> if somebody came to you like tonight after the and said I want why should I go to Haiti what would you tell them in 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 one sentence mm. and you can't say ditto or copy or I repeat what you no you can't ditto somebody <laughs> else's answer either you got to come up with your own um. so you can't go ditto to what Miss Debbie said I, I this. okay
4: It's all worth reaching.
0: It's all worth reaching. Man, that was creative. That was creative. Oh, you had a whole paragraph prepared, Terry? Flexibility. Remember, mission trips. It's all about being flexible. One sentence. If somebody said, Terry you're going back why should i go with you um, what would you tell him yeah. I... <laughs> so so... <laughs> <laughs> she said she doesn't remember the last time she said one sentence so um all right i'll make an exception two no, one. one okay no one yeah somebody called her out
3: I probably would say, that's not counting to our sentence, right? No. no, no,
0: that's not counting. What would you, ask, <laughs> the actual words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not counting words. You know that, right? Um,
3: so if someone asked me why they should join me to Haiti, I would probably say, in, if they gave me one sentence, to expect to be closer to God. Because mm-hmm. that's what I
0: Very got. good. Very good. Very good. Kara Kay, okay, one sentence. someone I know people have asked you before, why should we go to Haiti with you?
2: It will change your life.
0: (laughs) And you can't say ditto, dude. Maybe you could rephrase it somehow. One sentence. (laughs) Life change
1: yours, it will. (laughs) Say that again. Life's change, it yours will.
0: Yeah, very good, very good. Thank you guys. Give them a hand. If you'll just put your microphones back on the chairs. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Uh, they did a great job, and I am excited that they, uh, they were willing to be up here. Man, it has been good. I, did you hear their heart? Did you hear their passion? Did you understand why they go year after year and endure the heat and different food and have to speak through translators and tarantulas? I'm sure they're like big as your hand, aren't they, Russell? No, they are. They are. So, um, why don't you catch one and bring it home for a pet? What? <laughs> man, you know how many dogs and cats you'd get rid of in your neighborhood? And rats, and I mean, you'd get rid of all kinds of stuff. But um, it is good. And some of you here tonight are wrestling with a call to missions. Just like some of them did in the past, or have done in the past. And uh, man, I want to give you a time... To respond to that call tonight, I don't know if it's going to be Haiti. Maybe it is. Uh, the Smithsons have a lot of room, and they could they could always use more people. But you know what? It could be to our Southeast Asia team with the Gibbles, or it could be to South Asia. It could be to Spokane or Casper, Wyoming, or even right down here at a fourth city with Chanton and Beverly. Man, maybe it's to Zambia with James and Marcy Langston. I don't know. Or to Vancouver to to serve alongside um, um, Dan and Tammy Shackelford. Thank you. So I don't know what God's calling you to be. Don asked me if I had a message, and I said, no. This is the message. You know why they did this? Because Jesus told them in Acts 1 8, said, When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Samaria and in uh, Judea and Samaria and to the utter ends of the earth. And, and literally, sometimes Haiti probably feels like the very ends of the earth. It, and it's just right off the coast of Florida. It's not that far. They get there in a, in a couple of flights in one day. And so they've done that. And, and that's why they do that. Because they're filled with the spirit that Paul wrote to Timothy and said, said, you're not filled with the spirit of timidity, but you're filled with the spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. And that power and that love, I mean, that, and, and that self-discipline in the spirit drives them to take the gospel to Haiti. It's amazing what God can do and they're oftentimes in their encouragement cards. When I write them encouragement cards, one of the things that, that somebody challenged me years ago, and I challenged a lot of our, our mission teams uh, personally, I said, don't miss what God wants to do in you. And I love what a couple said. Larry said, it's the peace that you get. God, sometimes it's just getting away and letting God give us his peace. Where we can get to a place where we can hear God and respond to him. And tonight, I'm going to invite the team. Y'all are going to sing. Y'all come and sing. And and uh, we'll be down here. And uh, Todd, if you can make your way, if you mind. Don will be here. I'll be here. If you want to come and pray about this call to, to one of our mission teams, I, I'd love for you to come and do that. Maybe we'll pray with you. Or bring somebody and say, Would you come pray with me about about this mission opportunity? We'd love to see what God's going to do in you and through you over the years to come. See, this started because you said, you're not going to Haiti, to her. And you went. And then Larry said, we're not going. And he went. And I can't keep them from going to Haiti. There's nothing I can do to keep them here. And say so you can never go again because of the passion and, and, and the heart they have for the people and the work that's being done in Haiti. I think some of you, God's waiting on you to say, send me. Because I see some, some Larry and Caracas right out here that God's working on. And we just need to say, here I am, send me, Lord.